Hello and welcome to the Black Millennial Revolution. My name is Kiana Michelle, also known as Key, and you are tuned in to another episode here at the Black Millennial Revolution. So community, what is going on? What is going on? I'm very happy to be back here with you all for another episode. And um, today's episode, I am going to be talking to the early 20s people and the mid 20s people. These people listen to the podcast the most. I was recently looking at the analytics and the percentage of early 20s to around 27 is the highest. Um, And don't get me wrong, there are other groups of people and other ages that listen to the podcast as well. Um, So shout out to each and every one of you all. But a lot of people that are in their early 20s, even in their late teens, listen to this podcast. So a lot of Gen Z's and um, late millennials, Um, you all listen to this podcast. And I think that's amazing because you all are um, the leaders that we need. You know what I mean? You all are the up up and coming leaders that we need. And I also felt really inspired to come and talk to you all today um, because in a month I am about to be 29. And You know, I have mixed emotions about it. You know, I think it's a blessing to be alive right now. And it's a blessing um, to be here, especially after everything that we have all been witnessing throughout, you know, 2020 and even right now, 2021. Um, So it is truly a blessing. And I am very, very, very grateful. At the same time, um, I'm really nervous. You know, I'm nervous about it. There's a part of me that's like, wow, I feel like my youth is slipping away I find myself thinking a lot about my 20s, thinking a lot about my life, wondering if I made the right decisions and such and such. And, you know, I just find myself really in my head a lot, really, really in my head. And um, to be transparent with you all, although I am proud of myself, um, at times I wish I was a lot farther in life. And, you know, I wish that... um, you know, the visions that I completely see in my mind, you know, are already here and have already fully, fully, fully um, come true and manifested. But I know that things take time. And if there's anything that the 20s has taught me is patience. Um, And to have patience, you know, with myself and with my journey and to also give myself more grace. Um, So with that being said, today's episode is going to be things to do in your 20s as a black millennial. So I have 10, I will call these 10 perhaps tips, pointers, or hacks. You all can pick whatever term you all would want to run with um, here in front of me that I'm going to be going off of and just reading off and explain to you all what I really think that you all should really be doing in your 20s. Um, and this is just going to be the first episode. I I honestly see myself doing a part two and perhaps a part three. And the reason why I see that is because I think it's really hard to make only one episode about this topic because there are so many things that I can say here. And I really think that, um, not even think, I know that it's important to share this knowledge with you all. You know, I really do. I know that if I was in my early 20s and even in my mid 20s, I would really want to, you know, hear someone tell me some things that I should know about my 20s or should think or some things that I should do. Um, so 
As always, take what you need and leave what you don't want. And what I mean by that is if you feel like something I say here is something that um, you don't need, you know, like a, a tip I say or a hack I say is something that you're already doing and you don't really need to hear, um, then, you know, you don't, you, then that's not for you. But always remember that there are listeners that listen to this podcast um, that will benefit from that, that tip or that hack that you already have been doing or already have done. There are other listeners that will benefit from hearing it. So just be mindful of that. You know, if you're already doing something and you're already like, well, Key, I already know that. Always be mindful that there are other people, other people in this community um, that will benefit from hearing what I'm saying as well. So with that being said, community, let us dive in. And also, side note, side note, side note, before I dive in here, I know that many of you all um, really also want me to talk about um, what happened at Capitol Hill. I know many of you all want me to talk about that. And I know you all are really interested to know my thoughts. And I'll be honest, I have thoughts, but I don't have a lot of thoughts about that situation. Um, so I will be putting out a podcast episode um, in the middle of this week. So tune in and look out for that. I will be putting out a podcast episode to just share my thoughts about everything. But like I said, I have thoughts. Um, but I don't have a lot, a lot, a lot of thoughts, um, about that situation. So it won't be a long episode, um, but it will be an episode that I know you all will definitely benefit from. So tune into that episode in the middle of this week. So with all being said, let's dive in. So number one, chase your dreams and have a vision for your life. So I, and this is a bias, you know, I'm going to be biased on this. I think that the 20s is the best time to chase your dreams. I think that throughout life, you know, you will always have, um, you know, visions for your life and maybe your visions will change, such as your dreams will change, right? But I think that having dreams um, and chasing your dreams in your 20s is so important. It really is because you know, this 10 years that you all have, and I have as well, you know, to really find yourself and to find your purpose and to most importantly, find your dreams and your calling is so important and so vital. You know, it really, really is. You know, you'll find that a lot of people that are not in their 20s and they're in their 30s or 40s and their 50s or even in their 60s, they wish they had chased their dreams sooner. They wish they had went after their dreams sooner. You know, a lot of people get really jaded by life later on, or they get really, you know, busy and just get really overwhelmed with other things that have, you know, that go on in their life. Perhaps, you know, in your 30s or in your 40s, you know, you start to have kids and you start to get really overwhelmed with having kids. You know, and you're like, man, I really want to chase my dreams, but I really have to focus on being a mom or a dad right now you know, and maybe in your 20s, you're not a parent yet and you have that time, you know, take advantage of the time in your 20s to chase your dreams and take advantage of the time in your 20s to chase the visions that you have for your life. So, you know, maybe you're someone right now that's listening, and you might feel confused, you know, you might feel like, man, I'm in my early 20s and I'm just unsure about you know, what my dreams are or what my calling is in life. You know, I was, I was at that point too. You know, I knew, 
I had a lot of interest and I had a lot of passions, but I just really wanted to know what exactly should I be doing on this earth? What is it that, you know, I should be doing right now at this point of my life? And, you know, I found that just by, you know, learning more about myself and also learning, you know, more about the things that I really love to do and the things that I didn't didn't love to do by, you know, having different career paths or different jobs or, you know, just um, having different hobbies, or maybe you're someone that has different internships, it will teach you about what you like to do and what you don't like to do. But, you know, you have to actively want to learn more about yourself and learn more about what your calling is in life. You know, I believe in stillness. And I believe that, you know, taking time to be still will reveal, you know, different things to you in life. At the same time, I do think that it's really, really important to actively, you know, go out there and figure out why am I here on this earth? What are, what are, what is, you know, the higher power vision for my life? You know, why am I here? You know, why did I come on this earth? You know, I really think it's really, really important, you know, for each and every one of you all in your 20s to really take some time to really think about that, to really, 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 really think about that and figure that out. And, you know, take time to really think about, you know, your visions for your life. You know, I honestly believe that anybody that has visions for their life and they go after those visions for their life, you're going to be okay. Every, everything starts with imagination. Everything starts with the mind. Everything you see in front of you right now as you're listening to this podcast, it all came from someone else's mind. It all came from someone else's mind. You know, so take time, you all, to really figure out why you're here on this earth. Take time to really figure out, you know, what are the dreams that you really want to pursue? What is your calling? And what are the visions that you have for your life? And this is a side note on this one point that I'm making right here. If people are, you know, telling you, oh, that's not for you, oh, you shouldn't do that dream, or you shouldn't pursue that, do not listen to the negative Nancys or, you know, the, the people that have a lot of fear in their own lives and they want to spill that fear onto you. Do not listen to those people. And especially in your 20s, do not listen to anyone that is not in a situation that you would want to be in. It, you know, straight up, you know, you really, you really have to um, be mindful of the advice that you take from other people. You really, really, really do, especially when it comes to your dreams, especially when it comes to your dreams. So if you know people that never chased their dreams, never went after their calling, never went after their purpose, and they're coming up to you and they're telling you things about, oh, what you should do when it comes to your dreams or what you should do when it comes to your visions in your life, you really have to be mindful of taking that person's advice. You really do. Because they did not chase their dreams. They did not go after their dreams. So why would you take advice from someone that did not go after their dreams? Why would you take advice from someone that allowed fear to take over their life? Think about that. Why? It doesn't make any sense. So that's number one, you all. Chase your dreams in your 20s and have a vision for your life. So remember, this vision can be, you know, also, you know, you wanting to be um, 
to have your own home one day or you wanting to, you know, travel the world one day, you know, you wanting to be a public speaker one day, you know, whatever visions you have for your life, go after these visions. And most importantly, also write these visions down because when you write things down, things get real. So that is number one. Number two, start a side hustle. So this is something that I absolutely wish I did in my early 20s. I definitely wish I started a side hustle. You know, even if the side hustle didn't work out or even if the side hustle was something that, um, you know, I just eventually said, you know what, I don't want to do this. I want to do something else. Or maybe the side hustle turned into something that I did want to do. Either way, you will learn from whatever scenario you fall into. You will have learned, right? Um, If you're someone that started a side hustle in your early 20s and mid-20s, and you actually really love what you're doing, and you're making a lot of money from what you're doing, and you find like, wow, you know, this is actually really profitable. I'm loving it. Actually, this side hustle, I'm going to actually turn into a business. Look at that. If you started a side hustle in your early and mid early 20s or in your mid 20s and you found okay this is something that I'm not really passionate about um but I learned a lot here I learned a lot about you know what it takes to start a side hustle I learned a lot about myself you know and I learned a lot about what I want to do and what I don't want to do you also learn and you also won there you know so you you really have to um think about this situation as a win-win instead of a oh well if I start the side hustle and I don't make money, you know, I just lost. Nah, like even if you start a side hustle and you're not making as much money as you thought you would have made or whatever, you still learned. And in the end, learning is better than anything. You learned. And that and that is a winning situation when you learn, you know? So I, I think it's really important for people in their um, early 20s and then in mid-20s to start a side hustle and to start to learn more about acquiring different streams of income and to start learning about passive streams of income, like passive streams of income and learning about acquiring different streams of income was something that I learned at 25, 26. And so, you know, if you're someone in your early 20s listening to this right now and in your mid 20s, definitely get on that. Start to really learn more about, you know, starting a side hustle or building different streams of income. Um, really, really start to learn about that now because trust me, it will, by the time you get to my age, 28, 29, um, you will truly benefit from it. You, you will. So that is number two. Number three, travel. So this is a big deal. Um, you know, I, I think it's important for all black people, whether you're a black millennial, all black people to get out and see the world. That is one thing that, um, this society does not want black people to do is to see the world. Um, Because when black people see the world, our mind starts to expand and the way we feel about ourselves start to expand. And when you travel, you will find that you you want to see more of the world. You want to learn more about the world. You feel a sense of freedom when you travel. You feel a big, deep sense of liberation, you all. You really do. Um, and you know, also if you're someone that never really traveled as a teenager, your twenties is such an important time to travel. Like it's such a spiritual feeling too. When you travel, you really do learn a lot about yourself 
and a lot about life. You really do. I honestly, one of the best things in my 20s was traveling. And I find myself like, man, all I wish I did was travel more. So if you're in your early 20s, you know, and you're in college and you're thinking about studying, studying abroad, yo, study abroad, study abroad. I wish I studied abroad. I had that opportunity to study abroad and um, I was going to go to Manchester, England. I really wanted to go to London, England, but they only had Manchester available. And I had thought about studying abroad in my senior year of college. And I said to myself, I wish I had thought about it earlier on in college um, because London would have been open and other places would have been open, you know. So um, study abroad or travel, you know, even if you feel like, man, I don't have a lot of money to travel, you don't need a lot of money to travel. And, and when you research that, you will find that out. You really don't need a lot of money at all to travel and to do the things you would like to do when you travel. Um, so travel and see the world, my people. Get out of your comfort zone and see the world. If you're scared of flying, that is, a, that is, that is one of the best ways to really combat that fear is to see the world. I had a cousin that um, was really, really scared of flying. You know, she really was. And in 2019, she went for three months with her boyfriend and she went and saw the world. And, oh uh, uh, man, you know, I know that social media, you know, it can be, you know, fake at times, but my cousin's social media page was real. When you saw that girl's pictures and you saw the smile on her face, and you just saw the look on her face, how happy and proud she was of herself and her captions and her testimony, you know, her saying, you know what, I never thought I would do this. I'm so happy that I'm traveling. It, it really was a really beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And she really inspired me to want to travel, not only just traveling for, you know, a week or two weeks, but to travel for a longer period of time. So get out and see the world. You know, I... Um, would also recommend solo travel. I, you know, did a solo travel um, for my 25th birthday. I did a solo travel um, a lot actually for a lot in 25. Actually, I did. I went to a conference by myself. But I would say that true, 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 true solo travel is going somewhere by yourself. You know, not really a conference or anything like that. Just going somewhere by yourself where you have to make your own everyday schedule and all that sort of stuff. That is so liberating. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. Um, I, on my 25th birthday, I remember sitting on a park bench in London and just crying. I just cried. I cried. I, I, I didn't care who saw me at that moment because I was so proud of myself. You know what I mean? I'm a black woman, you know, born and raised in Boston, but I grew up in the hood, man. And Anybody that, you know, grows up in the hood, you know that the hood, it is an area that will birth a lot of small-minded people. You know, we can't blame our people um, for being small-minded because the hood births a lot of small-minded people. It's psychologically designed to make our people feel that way, straight up. So, being, a, you know, a, a, a young woman from the hood out here in London... You know what I mean? Sitting on a park bench, solo traveled by myself. I, all I could do was cry. You know what I mean? All I could do was cry. And it made me so proud of myself. It made me, you know, want to take even more risk. Um, and it just made me realize that traveling is truly God's gift to the world. So 
in your 20s, man, travel, 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 um, travel. Yes, you will have other times in your life to travel, but there's just certain things in your 20s um, that you won't really, I think, get to do in other ages. Like when you're in your 50s, you're not, I mean, you can do this, but you're not going to be able to um, go to a music festival and and <laughs> and just get so you know, drunk or high or if you don't do those things, just have tons of fun with your friends. And it's almost like a marathon, like, man, like, can I survive this music festival? Like, <laughs> you know, like, I, I really want to go home right now. We, we, we've been here all day, but I got to see this artist. I got to see Rihanna perform. You know, I got to see this person. You know, you know, I remember my friend um, told me to go to Made in America with her. She said, you know what, Key, I'm going to Made in America this weekend. She said, you want to come? And I said, you know what? I had the money. I said, I'm going. I bought my ticket that day and I bought my ticket so late that I had to go pick it up, you know, at the station that they were having, um, the park area that they were having, um, the event. I had to go pick it up there. And they said, you know what, Key, it's fine. You know, we will drive you there to pick it up and then we will go to the Airbnb. And I, you know, listen, I was so proud that I went to that um, festival. I had so much damn fun. I loved it. I loved it. I saw Jay-Z. Jay-Z walked by my friends and I and he waved at us like, yo, like, hi, guys, you know, but be quiet. Don't 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 tell anybody that you see me almost like be quiet, Negroes, be quiet. And you know, one of the people that I was with, listen, when she saw Jay-Z, she said, is that Jay-Z? <laughs> and everybody looked over like, you. it was almost like the world stopped. Everybody looked over like, what, did you just say Jay-Z? Next thing you know, a tsunami of people came running over. Jay-Z had to hop the fence and get away. <laughs> It was hilarious, but it, it's memories like that that I look back on like, oh my gosh, you know, if I didn't go out and travel, if I didn't go out and take those experience on, if I didn't go out and see the world, you know, I wouldn't have those things to look back on at all. So go out and see the world, my people, see the world, see the world, because they don't want you to see the world. You know, they, they like to say things like, oh, is this place safe for black people to go? Listen. Go out and see the world. I am a fine believer. Whatever you think in your mind, you know, it will manifest when you go out there. If you think, dang, when I go travel in this place, they're probably not going to like black people. That is what's going to happen to you then. That is, that is what's going to happen. You know, straight up. When I went, went, went to London, there was white people asking me, hey, do you want to go out to tea? Even, even the people that I was rooming with. I was rooming with an Italian couple. They had an extra room that they were... Um, running out for airbnbs and stuff so i was with an italian couple and they were lovely i loved them they were so lovely and you know they really you know liked me so much that they were like hey you know you want to spend some time with us and go out and eat with us for dinner and i already had my whole entire you know my whole entire day planned that i was like yo like i can't i can't meet with y'all you know i love the fact that they offered it but i couldn't meet with them but what i want to say to y'all is those were white people right they wanted to take me out to dinner just to meet, you know, and just to get to know me better. I was living with those people. I was staying in their apartment for that entire week. You know what I mean? Chilling, having a time of my life. I, and I didn't go in there with that mentality like, dang, are these white people going to like me? 
Are they going to want me? I didn't care. I'm like, yo, I'm in London. I'm here to explore and have a good time. And I think that's what made them like me even more was just this this liberated feeling that I gave off. You know, I was just like, I'm here in London. I want to have fun and I want to have a good time. So with that being said, you all travel, 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 travel. So that is number three. So number four, this kind of goes along of what I was saying um, in number three. Um, but number four is move out of your hometown. Move out of your hometown. This is one thing that I did not do in my 20s. And it is a regret because it was the one thing when I was 22 that I said, oh, no, I want to get out of here. I want to get out of Boston. And I had family that did not want me to leave. And I listened to the family. You know what I mean? And as 25 and 26 came around and I wanted to leave around those ages, you know, I had other things going on within my family that made me unable to leave. And now I am 28 years old and I am still in Boston, you know, and I find myself really, really, really frustrated by that. Really frustrated, really, really frustrated because I know that there's a whole world waiting for me out here. There's a whole world waiting for me. And I feel like, you know, I just am itching to get out of my comfort zone. And with this pandemic, you know, I'm unsure of, you know, where to even go. I wanted to go to London. I wanted to move to London. That was the dream and the goal. But London right now is one of the biggest hotspots for COVID, you know. So I'm like, would that be a smart thing to do? So I'm really, really trying to figure that out. But listen, if you are in your early 20s or in your mid 20s, I understand that, you know, you might think, all right, I need to stay at home a little bit and save money, right? I don't think that's a bad idea. Definitely stay at home um, and save your money if that's what you want to do. But move out early on, man. If you if you can save some money and move out by mid 20s, move out, man, move out, move out, move out, move out move out, honestly. And if you're like, you know what, I don't even care about saving the money right now, the money will come. I I think that's a real, I think that's real of you. And you're like, you know what, I want to move out in my early 20s, move out, move out, move out, move out. I'm telling you this right now. If there's anything I could have done differently in my 20s, it would be to leave the comfort zone of my hometown. That is one of the, that is one thing that I regret not doing. And I find myself in my late 20s looking back on my early 20s like, wow, I wish I would have left sooner. Wow, I should have left. Wow, why did I listen to other people when they said, no, don't leave Boston, say, why? You know, so if you have that burning feeling within right now, as you're listening to this podcast, like, oh, I need a change. I need to leave my hometown. This is a sign. Take this as a sign. Leave your hometown. Leave your hometown. I can, like, I cannot stress this enough. If there's anything that you could take from this podcast, take this. Leave your hometown. And to be even more specific, If you are someone that grew up in the hood like myself, leave the hood. Leave the hood, man. If you went to college, do not come back to the hood. 
find a job outside of your city or state, find an internship, find anything that will make sure you don't have to come back to the hood and you don't have to come back to your hometown. Get out of the hood early on. Get out. Get out. If you're if you're trying to, you know, push yourself forward and be successful, get out of the hood. Get out. It is a comfort zone. It is. Get out of the hood. And I'm not saying it in a way for you to think that you are better than anybody that is in, that is in the hood. Never that, right? It is never that. But what I have found, because I still live in the hood, what I have found is that even though I have accomplished a lot of things in my 20s, right? It does not feel like I have accomplished a lot of things in my 20s. Why? Because I am still in the hood. Because I am still in my comfort zone. You get what I'm saying? So even though I have accomplished a lot of things, there are people that know me that will be like, wow, Key, you really have accomplished a lot in your 20s. You work hard. You're ambitious. Wow. But honestly, looking, looking at my life, I'm like, yeah, I have accomplished a lot, but it doesn't feel that way because I am still in the hood, you know? So leave your comfort zone. And I'm not saying that they are not um, progressive people in the hood. I I live amongst a lot of progressive people, you know? I really do, social workers, teachers. But what I found is the energy of the hood will make these people depressed and sad. It will make these people complacent. You know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter if you are a black professional. If you live in this environment, the mentality of other people in that environment will start to trickle down onto you. Listen to what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, I don't want any black person to live in the hood at all. I'm going to have to make a separate podcast episode about it because a lot of our people really glorify the hood and I'm like yo like if you really understand that the hood is designed to psychologically to psychologically hinder black people you wouldn't be repping no hood you wouldn't be repping the hood it isn't it isn't a beautiful thing to see crackheads walking around and to see people that you know bugging out on heroin it isn't a beautiful thing To see, you know what I mean, so much misery and despair. It isn't a beautiful thing to see killings and shooting. It isn't. It it really isn't. You know what I mean? It it, it really isn't. One of my students got shot right around the corner from my house last year. 11 days into the new year of 2020, my student got shot right around the corner of my house. I could walk there, y'all. It would only take me four minutes. You know, I could walk there. And it's a sad thing. That was a student of mine's, you know? And 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 that was one of those moments where I was like, man, you know, I, I really gotta get out of here, you know? I mean, there's been plenty of moments, but that was one of the things I was like, man, I really gotta get out of here. But you know, I myself I'm trying my hardest to just trust God's timing. You know what I mean? I'm a really spiritual person, so I'm really trying to trust. God's timing with my life. So with that being said, if you have the means to move out, move out. If you are in college right now and you're thinking about what should you do after college and you are um, not trying to go back to your hometown, don't go back to your hometown. Don't go back to your hometown. Don't go back to your 
hometown. I cannot stress this enough. And to be most specific once again, and the reason why I said to be specific because all of our people don't live in the hood. So I know everybody that um, is listening right now isn't from the hood. So to be even more specific, if you are from the hood, get out of the hood. If you are from the hood and you're trying to do better for yourself and better for your life, get out of the hood. Get out. Get out. I'm not saying you can't come back and volunteer or whatever you want to do, but get out of that comfort zone. That is what I'm saying. It is a comfort zone. I am not saying you're better than anybody there. I am not trying to bring anybody down there by saying get out of the hood. What I am emphasizing is the fact that the hood is a comfort zone. It is a comfort zone. You know, you you in the hood, you will see a lot of the same people doing the same things every day. You know, I will see some of the same, you know, hood dudes do the same things every day. Go to the same liquor store every day. Stand in front of the same building every day. It is a comfort zone, you all. It is a comfort zone. So with that being said, I'm going to repeat this again. Move out of your home down. And to be specific, move out of the hood. So that is number four. Number five, date. Date, you all. So date new people. Get to know people. Date, 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 date. So, you know, in my 20s, I dated and I got to know different guys. But I wish I dated more. Um, I could be a very guarded woman. And I also could be someone that... Um, when I like a guy, I stay stuck on that guy. You know, I was, I was someone that could be like that in my late teens and in my early twenties, especially, you know, when I'm, you know, talking to a guy, I'm talking to that one, one guy, you know, and I, I found that looking back on that, I'm like, why, why was I like that? You know, I should have definitely been more open to explore my options, even when I was stuck on, you know, that one person. I should have explored my options and got to know different people. And this goes for both men and women. You know, I think both men and women need to go out and need to date. You know, I, for instance, you know, I know a lot of people have been talking about Lori Harvey a lot lately. You know, Lori Harvey just announcing that she is in a relationship with Michael B. Jordan. Now, I don't know if the relationship is real or if it's for publicity. You know, we will figure out as time goes on. But I do think that they look like a really, really cute couple. I really do. And the thing is, a lot of people talk about Lori Harvey, talk about how she's always with a different guy. She's always dating new men. You know, she's always doing this and that. And I know a lot of people just have a lot of negative opinions about her dating choices. You know, there are people that are rooting for her, but there are a lot more people that have a lot of negative opinions about her dating choices. So, you know, I, I, I know that, you know, it, it's it's not the right thing to uh, date, you know, um, someone's father and then their, then their son. I know she did that with Diddy and Diddy's son. But, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with this young woman exploring her options. You know, to be quite frank with you all, I find myself inspired by her. You know, I find myself, you know, in a sense like, wow, I wish, and not saying inspired, like, wow, I, you know, I'm like, I'm going to just do this right now because I'm, I'm looking for my husband. But, uh, you know, that's another thing. 
I'm looking for my husband. But inspired in the sense that I wish I did that in my early 20s. I wish I dated more. You know, I wish I explored my options a lot more. You know, I, I really do. Um, so, you know, for both men and women, you know, in your 20s, explore your options, you know, explore your options. Of course, um, you know, take care of yourself and protect yourself because it's very, very easy to get STDs and stuff, right? But explore your options and get to know different people, what you like or what you don't like, you know, I really, I think, I don't think there's anything bad with anybody exploring their options, both men and women. I really don't. Um, I really, really, really don't. And I know most importantly, a lot of black women, um, don't really like to explore our options too much. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, um, a lot of black women will just stay stuck on one guy, like how I was for years, you know, and it's like, nah, girl, they other guys explore your options. You know what I mean? Um, we even have a lot more black women dating outside of the race now, you know, and as I stated before, I don't have any problem with interracial dating when it comes to black men or black women, but, you know, just be mindful, um, to date these people because you want to date these people and to not date these people because you have, you know, inner issues with your blackness. You know what I mean? So date these people because of self-love. You have love for yourself, not self-hate. Um, but date, you all. In your 20s, date. Explore. Date. Date. And I know, you know, people in their 30s and 40s and 50s, you could date in other ages as well, right? But I know in those in those age brackets, people are more so looking for that long-term companion. Um, they're looking for that long-term companion, which is why I stated, you know, even myself, you know, I'm looking for my husband, straight up. I, and I, I'm looking for my husband. Um, so with that being said, you all, date. Date, 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 date. So that is number five. Number six be yourself and always strive to grow. So in your 20s, man, be yourself. Like, you know, I know with social media, people feel, especially the early 20s, 20s people right now and the mid 20s people, there's like this serious pressure with social media that I have been observing to really look like these IG models, you know? Um, and, and it's like, listen, be yourself. Be, be yourself, be yourself. You you don't gotta get you know these you know these fake boobs or or butt to 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 fit in. If you want to get it because you feel like it will make you um, feel happy, then do what you, do what makes you feel happy, right? But don't do these things to fit in, man. And and a lot of women are doing these things to fit in to fit into this societal norm that has been that has suddenly become the societal norm to, to get plastic surgery a lot like this. So, you know, really strive to stand out, strive to be yourself, you know, learn more about yourself. You know, if you want to wear a certain style, wear that style. You know, if you like certain hobbies, do the hobbies you like, do what you like to do, learn more about yourself and be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. I, you know, I'm really, really um, that's one thing I'm proud about in my 20s, that I stayed true to myself. You know what I mean? I, I stayed true to myself, man. 
stay true to yourself and always strive to grow strive to get better with time personal growth is essential in life that's that's what we are all here on this earth to do is to grow as people so really strive to grow and strive to get better in your 20s every year in your 20s you should be growing you should be growing as a person you should be growing and getting better as a person you know um yeah i you know i can look back on my early 20s and i can miss the fun times and all this all those times i've had but i love the person i am right now and that's what you want to feel like you know and you, you know that's how you want to feel by the time you get to your late 20s i love this person that i am you know i love how far i've come you know i love how much i've grown you know that's that's how you want to feel so you know, really, really strive to grow, strive to learn more about who you are and just be yourself, be, be whoever you want to be. Um, because I, I, upon my research, I actually found that one of the biggest regrets that a lot of people have in their twenties is not staying true to themselves and not being themselves, not being themselves at this youthful age of life of life you know this is a very youthful age a youthful period your 20s so be yourself be whoever you want to be you know and be your best self most importantly be your best self so that is number six number seven go to therapy if you need therapy so a lot of us as, as, as black people need therapy, right? Um, and that's just, that's just keeping it all the way honest. Um, uh, I think all of us need therapy. But um, if you feel like you need therapy, that's why I said if you feel like you need therapy, go get therapy. Um, I, um, you know, I wanted to get therapy when I was 25, but I wasn't ready. And I ended up, you know, not being ready and not going to meet with the therapist. And I think I also wasn't ready because of my past experiences, especially as a teenager with social workers and such and such and such. You know, I had social social workers that were just trying to um, be my friend. You know, I had a social worker in, in um, high school that was working with me and she was really just trying to be my friend. She wasn't trying to really provide any sort of um, therapy for me or really helped me out. She was just trying to be my friend. And, you know, when people are going to therapy, they're not looking for no friend. They're looking for, you know, true, true, true help, you know, therapeutic help for their issues and for their problems and coping mechanisms, you know? So, um, I, I, I recommend going to therapy though, because looking back on it now, I'm like, man, I wish I had, um, taken that opportunity to meet with that therapist and, you know, I'm, now I'm really trying to find um, a really good therapist to meet with because, you know, I, um, you know, I, I know I have unhealed trauma and um, I want to be a parent someday and I want to make sure that I am healed from everything and that I am, you know, not going to pass things down to my child, you know, so... Um, with that being said, go to therapy if you feel like you need it. If you feel like you need therapy, go to therapy. 
um, go to therapy now, you know, and definitely work on yourself. Go to therapy. So um, that is number seven. Number eight, save your money, invest your money, and did I, oh, I, I, yeah, I think save, yes, just so save your money and invest your money. Sorry, you all. I had um, left this, it was, it says save your money, invest your money, and I was like, was I supposed to write something else? <laughs> but save your money and invest your money. So um, what I mean by this is, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory, you know, save, save money. Save your money and invest your money. So, um, what we fi- what what you learn about rich people and people that are um, wealthy, you know, they invest their money. You know, they 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 invest their money. When I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, that's when I really learned a lot about assets and liabilities. You know what I mean? Assets are things helping people generate money and making them more money. While liabilities are just taking more money out of out of, out of your pocket, you know, so it, it's really important for you all as um, black millennials in your early twenties and in your mid twenties to really learn more about investing your money, and you know, if you're gonna save your money, what are you saving that money for? You know, are you gonna save that money for investments? Are you saving that money for a house? You know, just don't save that money. Just save it. Have a plan. Have a plan. Have a plan. Um, but definitely save and invest. I, I definitely wish that was something that I, I did um, in my early 20s more. Um, I was making really, really, really good money, you know, when I was 25 and 24, excuse me, 24, 25. Um, really, really, really good money. Um, but I wasn't saving a lot of it. You know, I, I, I wasn't saving a lot of it. And I also wasn't investing a lot of it either. So save and invest. Um, save and invest your money and learn more about money. I think that's what the and was supposed to be. And learn more about money. Yes. Um, learn more about money, you all. Um, I think that's just... Um, one thing that our community as black people, we really need to be more financially literate. Um, we really do. So learn more about money, you all. Take time to learn more about money. Um, and it's a beautiful thing that we have YouTube and, you know, podcasts and all these different avenues to acquire knowledge. Um, so take time to really acquire knowledge on these different avenues. You know, yes, I know that we can also... Um, spend time on these platforms having fun, right? You know, watching, you know, different videos that we like that make us laugh and stuff, but also take time to acquire knowledge on these platforms, knowledge that will really push you forward and help you grow and most importantly, change your life and future for the better. So that is number eight. Number nine, stop comparing yourself to others. Everyone is trying to figure things out. So this is huge. You know, in, in, in your 20s, and I think just, you know, throughout life, I'm sure people that are not even in their 20s are listening to this um, could attest that this is something that people probably go through even, not even in their 20s, just throughout life, comparing themselves to others. And especially with social media being prevalent today, a lot of people are comparing themselves to others more than ever more than ever, more than ever, 
And I too have fallen into this trap, the comparison trap. And it is a trap. It is a trap. It is a trap. You want to know why? Because number one, like I said, everybody is trying to figure things out. So you're comparing yourself to this highlight reel on social media, right? That someone put up. You don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. You have no idea what is really going on. You are comparing yourself to this highlight reel. That, that's, that's really detrimental, you know what I'm saying, to your own growth and to your own journey. So don't compare yourself to others at all, at all, at all. You're comparing yourself to someone's highlight reel. You have no idea what's going on in that person's life. You have no idea, you know, what, what that person had to sacrifice or what it took for that person to get to where they are, you know? Um, you have no idea if even what you're comparing yourself to, you would even want that. You don't, you don't even, you know, you might be someone comparing yourself to someone that, I don't know, let me think. You might be comparing yourself to someone that has their own fashion blog. I, that just came out of my head. So fashion blog, right? And you might be like, dang, I want to start my own fashion blog. I want to do my own fashion blog, you know? And then, you know, you find yourself, you know, you're just comparing, you're comparing, you're comparing, you're comparing yourself to other people. But then when you do your fashion blog, you realize you don't even want to be a fashion blogger. You know? So it's like, listen, when they say comparison is the thief of joy, it, it, it's the truth. It really is. It really, really, really is. Um, so don't compare yourself to other people in your 20s. Don't compare yourself to anyone else's journey. Um, you know, everybody is really on their own path in their own unique journey. Um, and that is the beautiful thing about life is that everybody does have their own path and their own journey to walk on and to learn from most importantly. So, you know, don't neglect your own journey and your own path by comparing yourself to other people on social media or other people in your life. Um, don't do that at all. Don't do that at all, at all, you know, even people that you might know, um, in person, you know, like people that you actually, actually, actually know, um, and you might be cool with them. They might be your friends. Don't compare yourself to them either because you don't know everything that's going on. You have no idea. You know, I remember in, in high school, I, um, would compare myself often to my ex-boyfriend. You know, my ex-boyfriend had, a um a mom and a dad and I would compare myself to him. I, I I come from a single parent. I would say to myself, dang, like, you know, I really wish, you know, my parents were together. You know what I mean? I really wish I came from that family structure. And I would just find myself comparing myself to him. But little did I know that he was going through so much shit in that household with that family structure. And I didn't know that until after we broke up. But we were together for about, what, five and a half years? And all I saw was the highlight reels that the family would show me. Anytime I would go and visit them, big smiles and big laughs and all this togetherness. And I would be like, dang, you know, this is so nice. The family's together. I'm someone that's big on togetherness. So I'm like, wow, this is so beautiful. You know, this black family together. But little did I know, little did I know that there was a lot of things that went down in that household. A lot of things that went down in that family, you know? 
that really, really negatively impacted him. And I did not know that until after we broke up. After we broke up. And that, to me, was a moment where I was like, dang, like, you spent a good bit of your relationship comparing yourself to this guy about how he comes from a two-parent household and you come from a one-parent household and you didn't even know all the things that was really going on. And that was your boyfriend. That was my boyfriend, (laughs) y'all. So I say that to say you really can't compare. You really have no idea what's really going on. And I knew a lot about this guy. I thought I knew everything. That's why I could only say I knew a lot because I I honestly, I guess I didn't know everything because I didn't know everything that was going on in his life when it came to his household. I thought everything was truly peaches and cream, truly. So do not compare yourself to anybody. You, you have no idea what is going on in other people's life. You have no idea what people are hiding. You have no idea, no idea. So... That is number nine. So number 10, to wrap this up, take a lot of risk in your 20s. So take a lot of risk in your 20s, you all. Take risk, take risk, take risk. Take risk. You know, um, what is that saying you miss? What is that saying that says you miss a hundred shots that you don't take? Whatever that saying is, it's the truth. (laughs) I know I'm messing it up right now, but it's the truth, you know, take any, take all those shots, you know, and one of those shots that you take, they will go in and they will be a winner. You know what I mean? Take those risks in your life. You know, even if you're scared, do it scared. That's how you know you're onto something big, you know, take the risk in your life, take risk, try new things out. Any idea that comes to your mind in your twenties, try it out, try it out, you know, try it out. Take risk in your 20s. Um, Step outside of that comfort zone. Not just, you know, in terms of your living situation, but in any area of your life. You know, if you're someone that you want to be more social, but you find that you're in your comfort zone a lot and you get really nervous around crowds, step outside of that comfort zone and take more risk to get outside and to meet more people, especially after this pandemic. This is a perfect time for you because let me let you know something. A lot of people are going to be itching for more social interactions and are going to be itching to meet new people. So if you're someone that's like, man, I really want to step outside of my comfort zone and meet new people, you're going to be, you know, doing this at a beautiful time frame because a lot of people are going to want to meet you. A lot of people are going to want to get to know you. Um, And that's just real. That's just real. So if you feel like you don't have friends right now or, you know, you don't have a lot of people around, you will meet your tribe. You will meet your soul tribe. So take risk in your 20s, you know, try new hobbies out, you know, you know, take a learn, learn new languages, take a new language upon, you know, learn new things. You all try new things out, but take risk because taking risk, it builds confidence, but it also builds self-awareness because when you take a risk, you realize, wow, I am capable of more things in this lifetime and capable of doing more things in this lifetime than I thought I was. Wow. My own limiting beliefs are the reason why I have stayed in this comfort zone and I have not taken on those risks. So take risk in your 20s, you all. Take risk in your 20s. And you'll find that I I honestly think the more risk you, you take in your 20s, the more you will 
you will become a risk taker, you know? And yeah, some risk, you know, might be, you know, risk that you're like, dang, I shouldn't have taken that risk. You know what I mean? But still, you will learn from it. And you will be happy that you took that risk in the long run. Trust me. You will be happy. You will be happy. And you will be proud of yourself. So I have to wrap this podcast episode up because Anchor stops the podcast episode at 60 minutes. It is the maximum time, um, but, but um, which is annoying because I definitely wanted to continue talking a little bit more. And I feel like I'm stopping this abruptly. You know, I kind of wanted to really wrap this up. Um, but and I also wanted to say a story when it comes to taking more risks. But I have to wrap this up now because of the fact that um, Anchor only gives me 60 minutes to do this podcast episode but with that being said community I definitely 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 and you know someone now was coming next to me blasting their music so I definitely gotta wrap this podcast episode up (laughs) but with that being said community I definitely hope that this helps somebody out today and I definitely hope that you all you know take away um something from this podcast episode today you know you you know even if you're not in your 20s and you took away something from this podcast episode today that is still a beautiful thing that is still a beautiful thing. So community, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode here at the Black Millennium Revolution. And I hope you all have a great one. Bye now.